Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Screw It, Let's Do This podcast. I'm Therese. And I'm Shelby. And today's topic is going to be overwhelm, which is pretty relevant <laughs> in our lives. It's very, very relevant. Um, we both yeah. experienced <laughs> like, a lot of it. I just recovered from some overwhelm this mm-hmm. past weekend. I had just like the nicest weekend. I feel I literally feel healed from like a weekend of not working and completely unplugging. I deleted Instagram, actually, for the past five days. I know, because I've tagged you in a lot of things, <laughs> and you oh haven't responded to anything. And I'm going to be so bummed when I log on. It's going to be like, this person tagged you here. And I'll be like, oh, sorry, missed it. Can you resend? Uh-huh. No, no one will. And yeah. that's okay. But yeah. yeah. Well, <sighs> tell me what you... I heard a little bit, but I didn't hear all of it. So yeah. tell me about your weekend, this past weekend. Uh, okay, so, well, let me just say last week I was... I have been, like, so stressed. Mm-hmm. And I really, I needed like a weekend. Okay, so this weekend, I went to see John Mayer in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. So we left Friday night. The concert was Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we were going to go to Lacrosse and we were going to go to this restaurant. Uh, and it's like a nice restaurant. It's called Love Child. I really wanted to go there. But there were there tornadoes. Was, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Terrible the weather. Thing. There was tornadoes here, tornado warnings, watches, whatever. And then in Minneapolis, there was a snowstorm. So it was just like really weird weather happening. And so we didn't make it to lacrosse. I was like, I have this fear of like driving in bad weather. So we stopped in the Dells and we went to a supper club because there's so many there, which is super fun. And then every hotel we tried to stay at was completely booked. Like we don't want to spend a ton of money, but holiday inns and anything around that realm were booked out. So we're like, okay, let's head west. Like we're done with this crap. Then Kenan, my boyfriend, Kenan, for people that don't know, he is like, let's just pull into this hotel. And I was so decision fatigued. I'm like, oh, okay, this dump, like, sure, we can pull into this, this, uh, what is it, the hotel in Schitt's Creek? Yeah. Yeah, it was below that. I feel like I have bugs crawling on <laughs> I, me thinking I, about it. Did you chuck the bed? I told Kenan immediately. Or did you just jump right in and no, settle no. in? Ugh, no, absolutely not. I didn't check the bed, but I, there's this thing. You're not supposed to put your suitcase on the bed because there could be like bed bugs. Yeah, Regardless, right. we looked at the rooms before we said we were going to stay there. And we did see like a giant stain on a, a couple of giant stains. Of course. Yeah. We thought it could have been blood, but mm-hmm. it was funny. The guy at the desk was like, yeah, there's a couple of stains. Like, don't worry. We're going to fix that up in the next couple of um, weeks. We're going to refurbish it. We're going to tear out the ground. And he's like, so just ignore the stains. I bet he's been saying that for years. <laughs> He was a year old stains. He not only he said that there were the stains, he acknowledged that. And then he's like, What's your budget to stay here? And I should have just said 50 bucks. I was like, 50 to 80. He's like, I've got you for 79. I'm like, oh, Of course. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I should have just said, What are your prices? I didn't look at any of the reviews online or anything. But so we stayed there and instantly I, I'm just feeling like, you know, black mold vibes. Mm-hmm. So I start looking at the reviews. People said there were cockroach inf- infestations and there were like, uh, needles they found in the area. You're joking. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. You I'm are. I'm not even kidding. I'm not kidding. And you decided just we, let's, no, let's we, get in. Let's we had already t- paid and we're like, oh, I'm so mad. Like one, why didn't I negotiate more? I was decision fatigued from the week. Okay. Oh. So I didn't have the power to negotiate. And yeah, so we, we, we did stay there and it was just like the worst night's sleep. Like I definitely would have paid double to actually have a good night's sleep. Um, but I think honestly, we stayed at a really nice hotel the next day. So mm-hmm. I think you have to every once in a while like humble yourself. Just I think to I'm remind good on that. yourself. <laughs> I think I'm just to good. remind yourself like where you're where you came from. 
So that I am not. That is I'm not where mad about it. we are so we're different. super we're super different that way. I, I would rather that. drive home five <laughs> hours one way to drive five hours back. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. If that was the situation, I well, we'll talk stand. more about this at a different time. But like, I've traveled. I've went. I've been to every state with my family, and we would mm-hmm. travel. And we would say dumps like that, mm-hmm. where I would like, we'd put our furniture up against the door to make sure no one got in. Oh. Or like we slept with hangers under our bed just in case we had to stab someone. You're kidding. I am not kidding. I am not kidding. I'm not kidding. But eventually, as we got older, we started staying like Holiday Inns all the time or like Staybridge Suites. And now I'm like trying to find all these boutique hotels. Did you know I stayed at a Staybridge Suites for 101 days? Huh? Oh, yes. Because your house got struck by lightning. Uh-huh. So we're tight. Yeah. I love the State Bridge Suites. That's mm-hmm. probably one of my favorites that my mom likes to go to. But mm-hmm. anyways, so wow. yeah, we, that was like not the rejuvenating part. The rejuvenating part was like going to the concert. I saw some of my second cousins, second cousins maybe once removed, where family's tight. And I don't know, I, deleting Instagram was a huge relief. And we can get into that in the episode. So yeah, I came back feeling lighter. I feel lighter. I still haven't been on Instagram. Five days feels like a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Do you feel the urge to go back and look at it? No, I actually have the fear of going oh. back on it. Like I need to sit down and make a plan and be like, if I'm going on Instagram, these are the things I'm going to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And because every time I go on, it's like an endless scroll. Yeah. And I've got tendonitis in my thumbs. <laughs> mm-hmm. What did you do? I know you went to Country stomping concert. I did. I did stomp a little bit just like this. Um, <laughs> however, it was um, it was a great concert. So first, what we did, we went to the Del Bar, which oh. I know is one of your favorite Praise God. restaurants. It was unreal. Like I oh, did. Did you get the if it wasn't filet? six thousand dollars? Yeah, okay, it's not that much, but it's pricey for my budget. Yeah, I would be there all the time. No, I got the prime rib. Mm. So good. So good. Um, the cheese curds, I think, were like some of the best I've ever had in my life. Did you like the mustard that came with it? No. Though? Yeah. I, I didn't have that. But just the curd itself was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so we did that. That was great. Then went to the concert. And so it was me, my boyfriend, my mom, and my brother. Okay. I think we brought down the age, the average age in the room to like 50. <laughs> that That was the age range. So we like sat the whole concert, like everyone sat, which was interesting. That's my, it was fine. That's my type of concert. Then I could actually see. It was fine. People stood up for like one or two songs. Um, and it was fun. Yeah, it was, it was a really good time. Then we went to the casino after as we Of course. She's addicted to gambling. No, no, no. My family. her family. My family likes to gamble a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Maybe we should just quickly say a lot. A lot. Maybe a lot. Compete. They do. In Vegas. Um, however, I was not planning to play at all, but my mom was like, here, gave me a $20 bill. And I'm like, okay, then I'm going to play. Deb, Deb. Well, I hit for 300. So I walked out of there. (sighs) I paid my mom back her 20. I walked out of there with like 270 because I, you know, I tried to get a little bit more Mm -hmm. and it was, it was great. So I'm walking away heavier from the weekend because my, my pockets are a little bit, you know, you know, (laughs) That's unreal. That and I had a great weekend. I was pretty busy. Then Sunday we had a wedding show and busy, but it was fun. So do you feel rejuvenated from your weekend? Like Not really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that segues into overwhelm. It was fine. <laughs> I feel good. I feel good about it. I'm tired. I'm very tired. Yeah. Um, I don't expect rejuvenation until about mm, maybe April twentieth. April 20th, January 4th. Oh, we're in April right now. 
that we were in January? No, no. I had to just quick do the thing. Okay. January, February, March. You know that TikTok? Yeah. Well, what? It's okay. So like 50, a couple weeks. Wait, do you know that TikTok just really quickly? No. Where it's like January, February, oh, March, yeah. April, May, yeah. Jason Derulo. <laughs> you know that one, right? I know the month That's thing. so funny. But I don't know the Jason Derulo. <laughs> it's like a kid. You hit that note. No, that's how he sounds. He's like a whining kid. He's like, Jason. Can you try to do it really good right now for our audience? I think we should just link it out. However, I think that's a wrap on our weekends, right? Yeah, that's a wrap. Let's get into overwhelm. I mean, this is a really good topic. Every topic's a good topic. This one's a good one because it's fresh, which is actually very fresh. It's like, just cut it open fresh. Yeah. So where do we even begin? Like, Are you feeling overwhelmed right now? I would say I feel overwhelmed 90% of the time. So, yes, I do. Where would you say the overwhelm comes from? I don't really set many boundaries, I don't think. Um, What? (laughs) I'm just just, like laughing because I'm like, yeah. (laughs) But I'm thinking like it's really hard to do that. I like to be very busy. As you know, Mm -hmm. I like to if I have a day where I like don't have anything planned, I feel like I start like getting the shakes like I need to work like I need to get something done productive, which is not how I should feel like I should be taking a day relaxing, but I need to get better at that. So, yeah, that's where my overwhelm comes from is I fill my plate up way too much a lot of the Mm -hmm. time. Um, And I think that I'll oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Well, then I do that day after day after day after day. Yeah. I honestly think that's like a culture thing. Yeah. In in this country, Mm -hmm. in this age group, hustle culture is what that that obviously has. When we were in the Bahamas, this was like in high school. The last time I was in the Bahamas with my family. Remember when we were leaving, the people at the airport were like, hope you get out on time. And we were like, what are you talking about? When we were there, like if you go to a restaurant, you wait like 20, 25 minutes to even get like seen. And it like they're just like happy and like they just go at their own pace. Like it's not like rush, rush, rush. And you can notice it like when you go other places. So I think it really is. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a thing here. Even when I... When I studied abroad, I remember it was my junior year of college. And this was at a time where it's like, oh, I'm bored. I should get another job. So yeah. that specific summer, I was nannying and then I was working part time for a startup doing marketing. And then the guy I was dating at the time was super busy with his job. So I was like, oh, I'll just get another job. So then I started waitressing. And I remember telling that to my host mom in Spain. I'm like, yeah, these are all the jobs I have. I don't like not being busy. I like being busy. Mm -hmm. And she said something that I think about, and I probably told you the quote, but I think it's really hit me. She said, it's not that you don't like free time. It's that you don't like how you spend your free time. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, crap, yeah, what are my hobbies? Mm -hmm. I mean, I was a junior in college, so it's like, okay, my hobbies are going out with my friends. What do you like to do? Hang with my friends. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so I didn't have anything that I loved to do. Now I have, I have a lot of hobbies. I mean, I love seeing my friends and my family, but it's like, I like working out. I like yoga. I like reading books or at least attempting cooking. Like those are the things I love. You don't have to have like 80. I have like four that I really, really love. And that stuck out to me because it wasn't like, oh, I need to find more work to fill my time. It was like, well, I love my free time because I like the way I spend it. I don't Mm -hmm. spend my free time just laying down. I don't watch a lot of TV, although I I think it's good to like relax. 
especially it's like a fast way to relax Mm -hmm. see i think that's hard for me because like my biggest hobby is baking baking. see that that is really difficult because like for me my hobby was never charcuterie boards Mm -hmm. i never made a charcuterie like i'm always feeding myself i'm making small paleo meals and i don't cook yeah for tricky foods i just like cut things and arrange them Mm -hmm. so to me it's like that's work yeah like if I go on vacation within two days I'm like yeah you need to bake bake. like I feel (laughs) like withdrawal like I yeah I miss it and I really enjoy doing it I don't really bake at home anymore like getting home from a day after work and like baking like yeah because I've baked all day long (laughs) but if I go like days without it I feel sad. Like, it's my favorite thing to do, so. It's just wild to me because I remember one time in 2020, we, you had gotten COVID Mm -hmm. and you were sick, sicker than sick. I was so sick. And you were still baking for yourself. You're like, what should I make? And you made like a giant cinnamon roll cake. Oh, I'll post what I made. I made so much. And everyone was like, what are you going to do with it? I'm like, well, I'm going to throw it out because I'm sick as a dog and yeah, I can't eat it. <laughs> yeah. That, I remember oh, I could barely get up from my couch. Like I was super sick with COVID at this time. And you're like, just hand me the egg. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> just crack it well, for me. Well, I had, I like didn't have any groceries or anything. So I had my dad, I would send my dad like lists of like what I needed for my recipes. And I'd be like, Dad, please drop it at the door. <laughs> Dad, get, get the baker's flour. <laughs> and then I would bring it in and I would have to like go lay down for a bit get up, prep stuff, lay down because I was so like down for the count. Okay. So tell me like at that point, you're like dragging how, but you still want to bake. Mm-hmm. Why? Like what is I it? I said so you? many ideas. So what I made at the time was like stuff that I had been thinking about making, but I didn't have time. <laughs> Things that I wanted to try, but I, I had time then. I was just laying on the couch for 10 days. I just remember seeing that. I was like, this girl is different. Like- <laughs> Like I'll post what I made. Her grit is your grit is just it's different. Ugh. Yeah, I, I mean, think that's that's my biggest challenge. Is like, it's like your biggest strength, but it's it's like I, I have a hard time setting aside other time for myself that doesn't include baking. Yeah, and turning that into work. Like, yes, because yes. I can sell anything I make. Yep, and I want to. Yeah, and so then it's work. Like it, I don't separate the two very well. Yeah. Um, and my whole life revolves around it. So, okay, when I started Tricky Foods, my Instagram mm-hmm. account, it was a place where I would post my paleo healthy recipes. My my biggest passion, I would post pictures of them. And then it turned into like the charcuterie and cheese account. And then it's like part of my lifestyle. So now it's turned into like a mix of business and personal. Mm-hmm. And I love cooking because I love plating and making these super, you know, involved meals. But then I have this pressure where I need to like post about it. Yeah. On Instagram because I'm like, oh, this is super, like, super good. I want people to try it. Mm-hmm. And everyone's reaching out for the recipe. And everyone's asking, like, how it was or where I got these ingredients. Or, oh, it looks Would so good. Would you do a blog? I started. You can look at notsotrickyfoods.com. And my only blog entry is how to make crispy salmon. <laughs> you should. You should put the yeah. recipes out there. Stephanie. I know. I See, there's in due time. In due time, I know, everything I know, will, I know. will come together. But. To me, I remember when I was writing captions, I'd be like, just Google how to make this. Like, <laughs> I don't need to, I don't need to get the credit. I just wanted to share because I love it. Like I don't, yeah. I don't want to like do anything with it. I just want to do it myself. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think the pressure of like when I deleted Instagram for the past five days, woo, five days, I made some incredible meals. And it's like I still took pictures of them for my own personal sake, but then that pressure to like post, 
mm-hmm. was away, which made me enjoy it. Then I could actually sit and enjoy the meal. Yeah, that's oh, that's really hard because that is your biggest hobby. What other hobbies do you have though that don't involve work? <laughs> Crickets. Do you think I have any? I what think, do you think my hobbies wow, are? Wow, you juice ball. That's an interesting question. Um, I sometimes think you like yoga. I think you enjoy yoga, like the um, certain types of yoga classes. I know you do. Mm-hmm. Shelby enjoys yoga. Bar. Yes, bar. Specifically bar. bar. You like getting together with friends. You like playing sand volleyball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just started the team. Uh, we got second last year. This year we're going. We're going for the for gold. For the gold. Yeah, uh, let's see. What else do you I think you enjoy working out, but bar or working out, oof, this is tough. You like to pet your dogs <laughs> all the time. See, this is where you can tell who's a dog owner and who's not. Because <laughs> your your answer is you like to pet your dogs. <laughs> you like to cuddle with your dogs. I like to spend as much time with them <laughs> as I possibly can. Okay, so Shelby, your hobbies are spending time with your dogs. Yeah. Um, sometimes working out, mm-hmm. baking, mm-hmm. and spending time with friends. Uh-huh. I think there's a few other ones that I don't do very often because I don't have time. What are they? I love going to the movies. Oh. Like when I grew up, I went to a movie every single week. My dad would take me, my brother, and we would each get to take a friend. Oh. And we'd go to Can a movie. Can he fire that tradition back up? We'd go to a movie and then we'd go to Rocky Rococo uh. and he'd give us each like 10 bucks and be like, have fun. Peace out. And <laughs> then, would he drop you off and he'd go do no, something else? <laughs> no. He would sit there and watch us. And we did that every week. So mm-hmm. I love movies, but I don't prioritize something like that. And also, there haven't been any movies out that I, I really wanted to see. Uh-huh. So that's another thing. Um, I really enjoy, like, this sounds like work. <laughs> but I love, like, when springtime comes. I enjoy helping my mom in the yard. <laughs> Can you do my yard? Yeah. I would love that. I love yard work. Wait, I'll planting flowers. I'll literally send my I'll text my landlord, hey, there's this new girl in town. Like hundred dollars an hour. No, yeah. He hired someone to do the yard work and there was just this mom that brought her truck and she was just ripping out weeds. <laughs> I, I would do it. Like I enjoy that too. And that's all I can think of. Well, what are what are my hobbies? Ooh. <laughs> making salmon. <laughs> you make salmon every day. Um, cleaning out your freezer oh. of foods that are six years old. I feel so seen. That's an extreme number. You enjoy going to coffee shops and trying new little coffee drinks. I do. And reading. You like to read sometimes. It's a, ha- it's a habit I'm trying to form. You like to hang out with your friends and your family, and that's it. Okay. And yoga. Okay. Did I say I, yoga? I was going to say yoga and working out. Like, I love I love yeah. those, but I, I've learned to love them because, like, I need them to not feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. It's like anytime, it's like such a cycle because you feel super overwhelmed and too busy to do any of your hobbies. Mm-hmm. But because you're not doing any of your hobbies, you're feeling overwhelmed because you're just on work mode all the time. Well, you know what was interesting? And it's been in my head every day. When I've been thinking about working out. I worked out last night. Oh, congrats. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but last week when we met with Amy and Abby. From the Herself, Herself Podcast. Podcast woot woot. I don't know. One of them asked, like, do you guys enjoy working out? And I was like, yeah, I really enjoy it, but I don't have time. And um, Abby looked at me and she goes, 
stop right there. And I was like, am I going to get yelled at? And she goes, <laughs> no, you have time. You don't make time. And yep. I was like, Abby, don't even right now. Yes, yes, <laughs> like, she's exactly. So right. she, but exactly. I was like, ugh. I spend like two hours on my phone a day when like yeah. I could be working out or reading or doing something more productive. And so, yeah, I definitely. Or more productive personally, more productive for work or for personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think like sometimes like I was on the same. I did the same thing as you work, work, work all the time just to get ahead because I felt behind. And it was like the more I worked, the more exhausted I was. And I'm a product of burnout from my last job. I think I said that in another mm-hmm. podcast. I like it was so hard to prioritize myself at my last job. I had to think constantly, like, am I either going to prep for this meeting for an additional like hour or am I going to go kind of unprepared and work out? I had like no extra time. So I constantly had to make those decisions. And I remember when I quit that job and I had an empty calendar because this was when I was just starting the business. And I said, if I had an empty calendar and money wasn't like a, an object, you know, say <laughs> like I didn't have to work or whatnot how would I fill my day? And so I wrote down my dream day. I'm like, well, I'd wake up at this time. I would work out and make a healthy breakfast. I would do journaling. I would have quiet time for myself. And then I'd work for X amount of hours and then I'd spend time with friends. And so like, I'm constantly thinking like, how can I get to that? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I think it's just, it's very like this. Up and down. Yeah. yeah. And I think for me, like, I think we kind of look at things differently where like you prioritize that every day, which is good because it's a habit. And like you do those things every day for the most part. But for me, I look at like bigger things on like a weekend and I want to have two days off. Okay. And so I like try to get everything done in like multiple days. And I'm like, nope, I have this to look forward to. Like I always have something to look forward to that I'm working so that I can have free time for X amount of time. So mm-hmm. it's not like I literally work like, you know, yeah, every yeah. single day forever. Yeah. But I, I more see like big chunks of something that I want. Like this past weekend, I wanted to have Saturday, Friday and Saturday basically off. Mm-hmm. And there's, that's a very busy time for a bakery. So like I did all this prep I worked like a dog for three days and I was so tired. But then I was so happy that like I didn't have to do anything for two days. Like, yeah, I don't know if that's how you see it. I'm also very busy right now with this podcast, opening a bakery and events by Miggy's. Like taking on three businesses at once is a lot. Yeah, I know. So I'm trying. (laughs) That's like a and that's like a whole other thing. Other thing, because like you do have the control. Like you could be like, oh, yeah, I don't want to work. Mm-hmm. after 5 p.m. and have the nights off, but then your businesses aren't yeah. going to grow. Yeah. So how does one who is starting a business where there aren't normal hours, how do they, how do you, how do you fight overwhelm? And I mean, for me, it's having things like working out every day and unplugging from social media just to breathe and not feel like I'm getting bombarded. That's the biggest thing is like the constant stimulation, mm-hmm. especially online where it's like, if you put something out there, you're going to get a bazillion, not yeah. a bazillion, um, only 8,000 followers. So there are not a bazillion messages, yeah, but, but it's but enough to be like, okay, bruh. And then people are messaging you on Facebook or like messaging your business on Facebook or friends are texting you or calls from your business or for. So that's one thing I just want to hit on. I do not answer my phone. We're Half very, the time, not even when I call. We're very different on this. So like, that's one way, like I don't ever turn off my Instagram or I enjoy Instagram a lot. And so I don't really feel super overwhelmed from it but like my phone phone calls for me 
overwhelm me so much. Like I probably gotten three since sitting here. I get phone calls all throughout the day. And most of the time it's people trying to order something for like tomorrow Last minute, yeah. or the, or, you know, next week. And yep. it's like, we don't work that way. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Well, and people know that. And yeah. that's why they call me and try to get me on the phone. Oh, rats. and I used to be able, or <laughs> I, I love used, them, but <laughs> I used to be like, oh yeah. Okay. Well, it's your daughter's brother's dog's child's birthday and I'd be like okay I'll do it and I just can't like I I'll say no now but I don't like being put on the spot on the phone and if someone needs me they will leave a voicemail and I will get back to them yeah that has helped me a lot feel a lot better (laughs) yeah we're very different because for me I'm like okay someone's calling that means like I could close a sale like right now yeah if they if they can get hold of me my voicemail says if you want to order go to my website or leave a voicemail. If Man. you want to order that bad, there's your instruction. <laughs> so I think it's different. Like for me, that overwhelms me. But for you, it doesn't really. Yeah. So you have to find what what well, pieces. It does kind of it does kind of overwhelm me. Let me tell you something I did that I'm really proud of. And you actually already know this, but I'm going to explain it. So I felt I feel like I'm getting bombarded from like every place, especially because so much of having a startup it bleeds into your personal life. Mm-hmm. Like it ha- it just has to. Yeah. At, at first, while you're like creating, you know, that storefront or that process or that team. Mm-hmm. So I just got a new phone number. Everyone look at my website. Give me a call on the new phone number. Um, but try if you try after five, I shut it down. Like you can't get to me. <laughs> why are you, why are you, remember this weekend? Shelby, <laughs> I was like, is something funny about my new phone number? <laughs> you biznatch. <laughs> I'm going to cry tears. Okay. okay. I okay. have a funny story. Well, okay. I'll, oh, sure. Go ahead. No, I was, you go. I was just going to preface it with like, I have a new phone number, number yeah, everyone. So, so try calling me. But I, I had Shelby try calling me <laughs> just to see if it would go through. So go ahead. Teresa calls me on Monday morning and she's like, hey, I got this new number for my business. Can you try calling it and just like test it out? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I call her. It works. And she's like, okay, I'm going to call you and just like see what number it comes in from. So she does. And I answer and I'm like, okay, like, all right, bye. Two minutes later, I get another call. From an unknown number. An unknown number. And her new number was unknown to me. Yeah. So I assumed it was Therese. It was a 608 number. I assume. I got a 608 number. So that's exciting. I answer. And I go, howdy. <laughs> I just scream it. Like, actually, scream it. And the lady goes. Hi, um, this is blah, blah, blah from your hair salon, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my, God. I hung up. That's so funny. I you got up. blacklisted from oh. that salon. I answered and I just hung up and then she texted me and was like, hi, just waiting to confirm your appointment. I was like, confirmed. Please, oh my gosh. Please lose did my you, number. Did you send a cowboy hat emoji? No, but I should have. Oh man, that's so funny. I, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, what are the odds? Two minutes apart. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. That yeah. just yeah. That was I was topic, like, but... what is so funny here about this phone number? Like you, anyways, yeah. That's but... a really good um thing to do. When we open the store, I'm gonna get a phone for the store. A landline. A landline. Ooh, so a Nokia. A razor. I don't want to have to deal with like my phone. The the number going to my other employees. It's yeah. like if someone's General at the phone. store and yeah. can pick it up, we will. Yeah, that's an awesome. I mean, that's just the delight of you're going to have a storefront. It's like you finally, it will be a process that will be out of your hands then. Mm -hmm. And that will be incredible. Oh, And then, oh, that will be so nice. So for me, I just wanted to get a different phone number right now. 
So I got a new phone number. It, it's an area code in the city, which it wasn't before. So like, I liked that. And I knew to, I actually had a Google Voice phone number years ago, but I never activated it because I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm not getting enough calls. Now I'm getting enough calls and texts where I literally tell people, I say, please, can we bring this text to email because I will lose track of it. That's what I say too. I, it's terrible. And then they're like, you feel kind of bad because I'm sure they they just want to text because it's easy, but it's like, I won't be able to respond. I will respond forget your with, order. <laughs> yeah, I'll forget your order. So yeah, I set up this Google voice number and that means I can like turn it on and off. So if I don't want to receive things, it will be turned off after like 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then voicemails get transcripted to email so I can like follow up on them and like track them that way. And then I can also text like using it. Yeah. So then all my work text and all my personal text. And I, I just think like this will help get the noise out of my life, my personal life. So it's like the people that have my actual number, like I can prioritize at, at any time. And then the work ones are just work time. So that's something like a boundary I put up to help with overwhelm. And it's funny because like I was overwhelmed. I told Ken and I'm like, I am getting calls, emails, texts, messages from every avenue. And he's like, well, can you get a different phone number? And I was like, oh, well, <laughs> it's not that simple, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that I felt like was a really big power move. But it's like you have to, for me, I feel like you have to hit your rock bottom, your overwhelm period to like break. Actually do something. Yeah. To like break and be like, oh, yeah. this can't happen again. Mm-hmm. and it's like, how many times are you going to let yourself break down from the same thing before you change it? Well, the answer is thousands for me <laughs> on, like, social media overwhelm. Mm-hmm. It's like, how many days am I going to sit and scroll before I'm, like, I'm so burnt out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the overwhelm and just having a small business is pretty consistent, but it sounds like, I mean, for both of us, we handle it differently. Different things overwhelm us. Different things, like, help us get through. For me, every day, at the end of the day, no matter if I get home from baking at midnight, 1 a.m., I have to sit down, watch TV for at least 30 minutes. Like it turns my brain off. I can't like if I'm so tired and like just dead after a day, I can't go to bed. Like I will just be thinking about baking and what I was doing and what I need to do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I have to sit down and watch an episode of trash TV. Mm. I just have to. I I can't go to bed without it. Mm -hmm. So that works for me. And I know that watching TV isn't necessarily like self-care, I don't think. I mean— I don't really think it is. I think it's more of just like a distraction. You're not actually taking care of yourself. Like, Well, you're like turning your brain off, though. So is that self-care? It's like— I think it's an interesting line. I listened to a podcast about this, and that's it got me thinking about the difference of— actual self-care versus just like watching tv wait let's go into this i i this is a new it was a herself podcast of course our girls Um, (laughs) and it was just interesting to me and the they had a guest on i i don't remember who it was but she was like that's not real self-care like real self-care would be like sitting down meditating listening to your brain you know like giving yourself time to actually sit down whereas if you're watching tv you're distracting yourself from what you actually need to take care of if that Mm. makes sense yeah and so yeah like tv really helps me kind of i think separate my work day from like my going to bed or like doing something personal um it's just kind of like a buffer for me but i guess another form of self-care that i like to do is meditation Mm. and i used to do it twice a day for 10 minutes each time so 20 minutes a day like i was every single day i did it for years so I'm really good at meditating. Wow, that's a really hard thing. I could sit here at. and meditate right now oh, with well, the cameras on. Go right ahead. And I could really, like, I can really 
get myself to meditate like on demand now. And that takes a long time to do. That's hard. I tried doing that a lot. It's tough. You have to practice like, you know, daily. And you, you know, you do this like hands. No, I just shut my eyes. And I'm really good at it. But you fall asleep. Do you fall asleep? No, no. I definitely think I've meditated. I know I've been able to get to that point, but I mean, like, turn off my brain. A lot of practice. Yeah. And I mean, I've been doing it since I was seven years old. Like that was the first thing I was recommended. It it helped with your anxiety. So that's like, and so I've been practicing for like almost twenty years. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Hey. Wow. Did Did you just sprinkle in the fact that you're turning twenty six? I am. I'm turning 26 on Monday. Okay. We should talk about uh, what you're going to do because you're going to be off your parents' insurance then. <laughs> do we want to hit on that now or later? Because we're, we're hitting a good jive with this. Let's let's come back to it at the end. Okay. 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 Overwhelm. Okay. Yes. What, what, <laughs> let's, let's try to pull it together here. What are some things that you do to manage your overwhelm? I know you said yoga. Well, working, working out for me... It's like I, it's hard to explain unless you do this too. Like you you experience yeah. this where it's like I don't feel like I have time to work out, but when I work out, I feel like I have more time. Yeah, it, it's almost like when I work out, I'm early to everything instead mm-hmm. of like running five minutes late or I get everything done on my list. And I know like when you get your heart rate above a certain level for like a certain amount of time, I mm-hmm. don't know the exact numbers. That like your brain cannot think about anything else besides just like breathing because it's like holy crap, I'm running so fast. Like I need to just breathe. Mm -hmm. So from that, sometimes I'll go into a workout, uh, depending on the workout with like a problem and I'll come out with a solution because it was like, I just breathe. And like, just like when you sleep, sometimes you wake up and you have Mm -hmm. like a solution. Probably not being on social media, just for for me, that helps a ton to just get the noise out. Mm -hmm. TV, I don't watch that much. I I think for me, it would be good to watch it every once in a while because I have this always need to be productive mindset if I have time. So it's like, oh, I should read a self-help book <laughs> or like listen to a podcast that's going to make me learn something. Yeah. But I do enjoy watching some shows. And I think what's really helped me, Kenan being here, Kenan just moved here for, uh, to Madison. And so he's someone that I feel like I can find rest in. It's like anything, he's just always down to clown. So it's like, oh, you want to go to a movie? You want to make, dinner you want to do something he's like always down but I think also making sure I'm not too busy with people or plants like I like to give myself mm-hmm. at least two to three nights a week by myself that's almost half the week I'd like to be by myself physically like yeah at my house I get that's something that really overwhelms me a lot of the time is when I have plans like multiple nights in a row yeah like the next three nights I have plans and I'm like kind of feeling like I think I'm involved in a couple of those. (laughs) You are. Like I'm feeling a little bit like overwhelmed already. Yeah. And like I need to like give myself time during those days to be by myself and to not work. Otherwise, like I'll feel really crappy at the end of it. And even though it's like fun stuff and it's not all work related, I... I need yeah. downtime. Well, because you're you're on then. Yeah. Like I, I was talking to my banker the other day and I was like, it's like a rat race, man. Like I cannot keep up. <laughs> I was overwhelmed. I was literally venting to my banker. Yeah. I'm like, I'm doing this, that, that. He's like, well, because you're on. Like mm-hmm. you, you just can't turn off. Like these events I know we have this week. We're kind of on. Like it, when you're in a group of more than a couple like really good friends or family, it's hard to just not be yeah. on in, in a little way. When I'm with my boyfriend, my family, a really close friend that's like a family member to me, that's when I can kind of shut off. And what shutting off to me is like 
being like, yo, what's up? How we doing? Like, it's just yeah. very casual. You do say, you say that a lot. In yeah. That yeah. Same voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. how we doing? Yeah. Well, maybe can you cancel any of those plans? <laughs> just kidding. You can't cancel. See. You can't cancel one of them because it's your birthday. Happy almost 26. <laughs> this is a huge year specifically for entrepreneurs. Why? Because my insurance through my parents is gone. Oh, can we play a sound that's like, wah, 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 Let's wah. play the sad fiddle. You know? <laughs> we had yeah, the, the world's smallest violin from SpongeBob. It's like, mm, yeah, it's the crabs. I feel that. I feel that way this week. Yeah. I've been going to all my healthcare appointments to try to fit them in. Oh, good call. Well, good call. I'm on my parents' insurance still. Yeah. We could get more into that, into a different podcast on like, how how do you do those things? That was a question we had this week. Should we what, take that as a viewer's question then yeah. and give them Let an answer? Let me look at our viewer questions We right have now. a viewer question that from... That was one of them. Are we Let saying who see. it's from? Mitchell... Halava? Halava. Oh, no way. You know Hot him? lava? You know him? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so one of our questions this week, we put up a question box on our Instagram. So if you guys have questions, we'll post this every week and we'll pick some and answer them. One of them, which is exactly what we're talking about, was how do you handle losing health insurance after quitting? And who did the question come from? Mitchell Halava. Hot Lava. <laughs> he went to my high school. He's a, yeah, he's one Thank of my friends Thank you, Mitchell. High <laughs> uh, well, I'm so happy. Thank you. So how did you, you were the first one to lose your, my insurance. You turned 26 last August. So I did. I'm one year July. older for the record, July. everyone. July 16th. I said August. Sorry. I'm walking out. I know when your birthday is. <laughs> when I turned 20, like right before I turned 26, I'm like, oh crap, what am I going to do? I had been off my parents' insurance originally, like when I got my job, yeah. my corporate job. Then I went back on theirs. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah. So I, it's not like my parents' insurance was that good. So I was like, I wasn't losing that <laughs> that yeah. much. I, I lost more going for my other job, going back down. Um, I mean, of course, it's still good though. It was insurance and it was cheaper through them. I looked around. I went through. I tried out Marketplace, which is, it goes off your salary, which I didn't like because I can control my salary. So mm-hmm. if I'm paying myself ten thousand dollars more mm-hmm. than the year prior, it went up a lot. Like it was yeah. super cheap up to a certain level, and then when you're out of a certain um, income level, it goes up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like, well, I could do this for a year, but like ultimately, I know what I want to pay myself, and yeah. this is going to be super expensive. So I had shopped around for a couple just other insurance insurances. I I actually pulled people on Instagram, but I decided to go with a Christian health share insurance, which basically it's not insurance at all. It's where every month I pull in, I think it's around $200. Mm-hmm. And that's something my business pays for. So it doesn't come out of my pocket. Yep. Thank you, Tricky Foods, <laughs> for paying for my insurance. Then I am covered up to... I forget the exact number, like a quarter of a million or something like that. It, it so basically, it, it's just like enough people pool in money where when you need when you have needs, you submit them. And anything more than four hundred dollars, so say mm-hmm. I have like the stomach flu, and it progresses, and I'm having problems for like a month because of the stomach flu, I pay four hundred dollars. Even if I go to the doctor time and time again, it's just for that specific ailment. Mm-hmm. Then I I pay four hundred, and the rest people send to me. So like, I send a check to someone else in a different state every month for my share and it's like 200 a month it's so interesting it is interesting my family my like cousins have been doing it for a long time Mm -hmm. it's been around for like 100 years and they've never not been able to pay for a thing the issue is if you have pre-existing health concerns like yeah ken has diabetes he couldn't he couldn't have it that would be 
awful. So mm-hmm. we, that wouldn't be an option for him. But if you're young, you know, just turning 26, mm-hmm. it was a good option. It, it's like an option for Christians. So what about you? What are you going to do? I know what she's going to do, of course. <laughs> I <laughs> Shelby's the little, she is a little more creative with her solutions. You are so <laughs> Anyways. Domestic partnership. That's correct. Me and my boyfriend have been living together for, I don't know, since last year. And if you're living together, it depends on your state or wherever you are. For if you own any time, own any piece of property together, whether it's an apartment or like a car. Yes, we don't own an apartment, but well, your bill, your names are on the same address. Yeah, we're on the same lease together, have the same address. We're domestic partners, so basically, all we did was submit a form to the state, and um, that was really easy. (laughs) And he he had to do a couple more steps with his job to like prove that we're like together. So basically it was um, either we share a bank account, we get a shared bank account, or I am the beneficiary. So which one do you think he chose? <laughs> shared bank account. Nope. Beneficiary? <laughs> I mean, I I am now the beneficiary. <laughs> you better hope he's good. <laughs> I laughed so hard when he told me that. I was like, he said, you know what he told me? He goes, he told me this last night. I'm going to cry. I'm laughing so hard again. (laughs) He goes, I have good news and bad news. What do you want first? And I go, bad news. And he was like, you're now a beneficiary on my insurance. I I know what he said for the good news. I can guess it. What? He said, if I die, you get all my money. No. He said, it was the same thing. He goes, but that's good news for you. You're the beneficiary. (laughs) And I was like, and he goes, well, yeah, you (laughs) <laughs> it is what it is. I'm like, okay. I love that he's like, inve- that's his investment for Mickey's Bakes. Yeah. Do you pay him monthly or does Sugar Papa Ben pay for it? <laughs> I'll, I will be paying him. Okay. I have Stay humble. Stay humble. Yeah. Ben, if you're listening, feel free to pay for me. <laughs> if anyone else wants Ben to pay, you can message him at. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that is like a good option for someone if you are planning to be with them. I'm planning to get married to him. I don't stat. think stat stat. I don't think that's a that's not a surprise to anyone. It's just like a matter of timing now, and we're planning on getting married. So, mm-hmm. um, you're giving me a little grin. <laughs> <laughs> so because of that, it made sense to just do this domestic partnership in the meantime until that. Cool. Well, Shelby, good luck on the domestic. Part- <laughs> Sorry, Shelby, good luck on the domestic partnership. Stop. I'm sorry. There's nothing funny about it. It's just funny because it's like so out of the box. And it's me. I yeah, it, that's where it's funny. But well, Shelby, good luck with turning Thank 26. You. I will hoorah rah on Friday. And I will be heading to Nashville for my birthday. So howdy. Howdy. <laughs> Well, thank you everyone for watching this week's episode of the Screw It, Let's Do This podcast. If you're not already watching on YouTube, you should, because that's yep. the most interesting way to watch. Or Shelby, where else can they find us? You can also listen to us anywhere that you get your podcasts. And then you can also find us on Instagram at Screw It, Let's Do This. That's it. That's, that's it. our handle. <laughs> you can find me personally at Miggy's Bakes. And and you can find me at Tricky Foods. Otherwise, everyone, we will see you next Wednesday. Thank you for tuning in. Bye.